We're going to be in three different scriptures this morning. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles, and we'll begin in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. So we'll be over in the New Testament. As we'll be looking at this, this book here, this letter that was written over uh, to the church in the town of Thessalonica. Written by the Apostle Paul. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. And us being coming into Thanksgiving week, we're going to take a look here at a few things that have to do with us being thankful. Now, we would think that th- being thankful would be a pretty, a pretty typical thing. Okay, yeah, I need to be thankful and grateful for the things that I have. But you know, that we're going to look a little bit deeper into this thing of thankfulness, and we're going to see this morning, number one, why it's so important for us to be thankful, and then we're also going to see what happens when we are not thankful. See, what we've been taught, and I remember as a kid, if I'm unthankful, if I'm ungrateful, well, really, that just comes across as me being rude. You know, I'm just, not, I'm just not showing appreciation. But you know, biblically speaking, we're going to see here in a little bit, if we forget to be thankful to God for how good He has been to us, that leads us into a very deep and dark place. That can take us somewhere that we definitely do not want to go. I'm talking spiritually speaking. We're going to see this morning the importance of thankfulness. Just how important it is that we be thankful. So we're going to start with this, and this is a pretty, pretty typical passage when we think of being thankful. So we're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's look at verse number 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 18. And you know what? I feel like I do this every week. Let's go back to verse number 16. We'll read 16, 17, and 18. The Bible says, Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Lord, I pray that you would help us today understand just how important it is to be thankful. And Lord, I pray that we would always give thanks to you for the great gift of salvation that you have given us. May we be ever thankful for just how good you continually are to us. Lord, may we see some part of us, if there be any ungratefulness in us and all. Lord, show us that today. And Lord, help us to be ever thankful for these things. And it's in Jesus' name we ask for this. Amen. Well, what we've just seen here is this. Very simply, the Paul, he shows us in verse number 18, he says, In everything, give thanks. Everything, give thanks. And we've talked about this scripture a little bit, how, how we see that the Bible says, I can be thankful in everything, but then I think, wow, can, can I really always be grateful? Can I, can I be, as I said in verse number 16, to rejoice evermore? Can I really always be rejoicing? Can I really always be thankful? There are sometimes things just don't seem like I'm in a place where I can really give thanks. I don't feel like I'm really in a place where I can be rejoicing right now. I mean, when I look at my circumstances, boy, this is, there is no good things to be found here. Well, folks, the first thing we need to learn about being thankful is this, is that being thankful is always, it's always accessible. I guess what I mean is this, is that you can be thankful. There is always things that you can be thankful for. Now, while you might be in a pretty dark place, you might be in a pretty sad place, a place where you look around and things aren't as good as you would want them to be, you always can be thankful for something. Because he says, in everything, no matter what situation you are, if you are able to give thanks, do it. So I'm going to show you this. And let's talk about a few things that 
that maybe, maybe we overlook that we can be thankful for. Now, you're here this morning, and that's something you can be thankful for. Now, here's what I mean. I mean, you've got to think, there are some people, they physically are unable to get up out of bed this morning. You know, that is something that you can look around, and while, yeah, you might not have this thing that you want, you are still able to be thankful for the things that you do have. And folks, our number one thing will always be this. We will always be able to be thankful for God's gift of salvation on the cross. You know, the fact that He came, He died on the cross and shed His blood. Let me tell you, I could lose every last dime that I have to my name. I could lose the shirt off my back. But as we talked about not long ago, I will never lose my salvation. Ever. That cannot be taken away from me. So while I'm here on this earth for just a little short while, I need to really kind of stop and put those things in perspective. And I think maybe that's where, where we kind of lose our thankfulness. Maybe we forget to be thankful because we just, just try to, we, I don't know, maybe in our heads we get things out of order. We forget just how good I have at just very simply having my salvation. You know, I could, I could be like Job. I could be a guy that loses it all. I could lose my health. But let me tell you, this time I'm here on earth, the Bible says that this is just but a vapor. It's a puff of smoke. It is nothing. And so while I am here in this literal puff of smoke, yeah, things might get pretty bad, but I can still be thankful for what I have coming next. I can be thankful for the life that is coming after this. I can be thankful that I still have a Father in Heaven that loves me. You know, I was, I was listening to that, that song last night. I was doing a little bit of... Uh, um, you know, I was doing a little bit of work in, the, in that song. It was talking about how our sins are what held him to the cross. Folks, it wasn't those nails as we talked about a little bit ago. The nails, while physically, yeah, they, they put him into the wood. That's not what kept him up there. And how thankful I can be that he would willingly go to the cross and die. Folks, that was a gift. Okay, your salvation, it is a gift. Now, I've always been told when someone gives you a gift, you say, thank you. You know, we talk about how whenever you have a graduation or whenever someone gets married, they have gifts and you, you send thank you cards for these things. And you, you're thankful, you show gratitude. But folks, this here, this was the greatest gift that has ever been given. You know, I don't know of anyone, I don't, I don't know of anyone you know, other than really Jesus Christ that has died for me personally. In the sense of someone that knew my name. Now, I realize we have men and women that have, have died for our freedom. And boy, thank God for that. But I'm talking about someone that looked at me and knew my name. They knew who Trevor Martin was and saw that he needed something and the cost was going to be their own life. Jesus Christ was the only one that ever did that. Folks, I can't think of any other person that I know by name that has done that other than him. And boy, that is a gift. And let me tell you, no matter how bad things get around us, we can still be thankful for that. We can still be glad. That is something that I can rejoice in. I can rejoice evermore. I can be always glad for that. Hey, what about this? Why is it that we, why is it that we as people tend to take our eyes and look at the things we don't have instead of looking at the things we do have? Have you ever noticed that we, we have a tendency to do that? Now, if you remember, we were here last week, and this is something that I, I guess I never thought about uh, and, until you don't have it. So I was up here last week, and, and you remember I had to preach with one of my eyes closed. You know, I was, I was, like, I was like this the whole week because I had that, that deal with my eye. You never think about, you just get to open your eyes, 
until you're not able to open that eye anymore. You know, that, that's something I think about now. I'm like, man, that, that's neat just that I'm able to, able, able to see there are some people that don't have that blessing. Now, while they still have others, how often do we stop and we're just actually thankful that we're able to, that we're able to breathe, that we're able to have clean air, we have clothes on our backs, man, we're, we're all going to leave here, we're going to go home, and while tonight it's going to be in the 20s, we'll still have warm place to sleep. These are things that God has blessed us with. And somehow in our minds, while we have all these wonderful things, we just stop and we look at all the stuff that we don't have. And then, boy, we'll get upset. You know, why, do we, why do we do that? Maybe it's part of that sinful nature. Maybe it's, maybe it's part of that, that greed, that envy that's still down inside of us. But, folks, God says, I need to learn to rejoice evermore. And no matter what my circumstances are, I need to look at the things I can be thankful for. I need to thank God for those things. I need to thank God for just how good He has been to me. Folks, sometimes we, we forget. We forget just how good, really, we do have it. I'm reminded of a time when I met this little boy. And, and I'm not, not using any specifics, but I remember I met this little boy who, who because of his, his life situation, he was, he was severely, I, I guess we could say sort of underdeveloped. And, 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 this, and I'll, I'll use another name because we already, already know this situation. You know, we, we think of the little boy that just got adopted. You know, how when, when we first met him, how he wasn't able to walk. He wasn't able, to, able to, to comprehend and understand things because of how that, uh, because of really how he was born, the situation that he came from. I met another little boy in a very similar situation. And then I was able to go and see the home that, that he grew up in. Or I say grew up, he was still little, the home that he was living in. And folks, let me tell you, the situation that he was in, there are people that have pets that have it better. There are people that, that have a, a better situation for, for those that we would say don't even matter. I remember once I was, in, I was in Mexico, Tori and I both were, and we were meeting with this church in Mexico. And the church, they, and I guess the way the buildings are there, the church was, they had, a, they had a main floor, and that's kind of their fellowship hall. They had a second floor, and that's, where, um, that's kind of where they did, did some preaching and teaching and things, kind of their auditorium. Then they had the roof, and it was pretty typical of buildings there. You could go up on the roof, and that would be another fellowship area. They had some coverings and stuff. And I remember we were with this missions group, and we went out, and, and we, we walk, were walking around. We were looking at all the skyline, and there was this kind of this wall, and we would go up, and we would kind of look. And I remember there was these two buildings that were really close. I probably, they were from where I'm standing to maybe where the wood starts. That's how close the other buildings were. And we stopped and we kind of looked over. And we, when, we, when we looked down, we saw there was a tarp that was spread from this building to this building. And then it was kind of spread out this way. And then there were a few, a few chairs and some, some blankets and things. And we looked down and we come to find out, once we kind of talked to the preacher a little bit and figured out the situation, that is where a, that is where a family had made their home. That was the only place that they had to live. And folks, I remember there's some times I've seen things like this, and I've been in a situation where I've seen how, how even, even amongst us, there are people that, and I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily one who's want to talk about stuff, but there are times as things happen that put things into perspective of just how good God has blessed us. And I have wanted nothing more than to come home and to hug my wife that loves me, to give my kids a hug, that, that, and thank God that they are healthy and that they are in a position where they are able to just have some basic things in life. I might not be the richest person in the world, but man, God has still blessed us greatly. 
I mean, I think we forget that, that even in, in America where we live, that in and of itself is a blessing. Some of the lowest of the low in America still have it greater than some of the better places across the world. Folks, we forget, we forget to be thankful. We forget. You know, we, we take these things for granted. You know, how, how many times do we just, do we get up in the middle of the night and we just go to the refrigerator looking for a sandwich, you know? And, and we just think, oh, you know, it's, it's just there. We just take it for granted. How many times have we sat down at a table, we've said our blessing, you know, Lord, hey, thank you for this food. And how many times do we say, Lord, thank you for this food, but are we actually grateful for it? Or do we just, we just know that it's there and we just kind of do it out of ritual. And I, and I say that because I'm guilty of the same thing too. We just, maybe we do it out of habit and, and we acknowledge that the Lord has blessed us. But are we truly thankful for it? Do we realize that, that there is some that it's not there for? And now while I'm not saying that because we have been blessed, God loves us more or that, or that God has, has just smiled upon us more. But I want to tell you, we do have some blessings and we need to not take those for granted. So when we see this scripture in everything, give thanks. We need to understand there will never be a situation where there is not something that we can be thankful for. I, I saw these, these pictures just the other day. Of, uh, of some famous prisons around the world. Uh, some of them were, one was in Georgia, some of them were uh, in Rome, and some of them were you know, you know, over in Europe and things. And I saw this one picture, they were showing photos of this prison that was in Rome. And they said, this prison, it is so famous because this is a prison that has housed Peter and Paul both. And folks, when we say prison, I want you to think deepest, darkest dungeon. I am talking like, if it was a stone building, they cut a hole in the floor and that hole was the only way you could get down in the basement and they just dropped people down in this hole. I mean, you couldn't see. It was dark. It was damp. I mean, when people needed to relieve themselves, it would just be in the floor. It was basically the sewer and they would just plop people down in there. If you wanted to get out, you were going to get back out through that same hole. And then we think about these situations where some of these men in the Bible, they, they were put down in that place. And we know there was a time when Peter and Paul and, and, and both Paul and Silas, they were chained up together in a prison. And what were they doing? They were singing praises to God while they had just been beaten and that while they were chained to a wall in a prison. How were they able to sing praises? Because they knew how to rejoice evermore. They knew how to be thankful that even though things didn't look good on the outside, God still had the victory. While, the, while they didn't have all the stuff they wanted, they still had victory in Christ. They knew one day they were going to be with Him. They knew that one day all the suffering was going to be over. Folks, we can always be thankful. And as we're coming to this Thanksgiving, let's, let us train ourselves to not take our eyes and turn and look at the things that we don't have. Let's try to focus our eyes on the things that we do have and realize, yes, we always, always, always have something that we can be thankful for. Verse number 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, while we understand that, yes, we always have something we can be thankful for, let's shift gears just a minute. Let's see what the Bible says about those that become unthankful. Now, when I was a kid, when I was taught to be unthankful, it's just, I've always understood that, okay, if I don't say thankful, or if I don't say thank you, or if I don't show gratefulness, then boy, I'm just, I'm just being rude, 
You know, you're, you're, just, you're just not thankful. You're just, you're just ungrateful. You, you don't need to be rude that way. You tell people thank you. Well, do you realize the Bible shows us that being thankful, it actually keeps us from sin. It keeps us in a place of protection. I'm going to show you what I mean. There's two verses I'm going to show you. The first one is this. Let's turn over and let's look at 2 Timothy. We're already right here in Thessalonians, so you just got a couple pages you need to go. First and 2 Thessalonians, then you'll be in 1 Timothy. So turn to the right just a little bit. 2 Timothy, chapter number 3. 2 Timothy, chapter number 3, verse number 2. Well, we'll start reading verse number 1. We'll get the whole picture of it. But number two is what we're going to be looking at. The first thing we saw is that you can be thankful. Now I'm going to show you why biblically you should be thankful. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. I'm sorry, and I think I have given you the wrong verse. I probably should be in 1 Timothy. Here we go. Yep. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter number 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. I think I told you 2 Timothy. First Timothy chapter number 2. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Folks, he says that we need to be giving thanks. He's saying, I exhort, I implore you. This is, this is sort of like a, a very strong request, something that needs to be done. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Folks, one of the things that we need to see, and one of the things that we need to understand is very simply this, is that giving thanks is something that was commanded of us. Giving thanks is something that we should be doing. It is something that we shouldn't just kind of uh, let fall away. Now I'm going to turn you to another scripture in 2 Timothy. We're in 1st. Now look at 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 2. 2 Timothy 3, 2 says this, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinence, uh, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Folks, it says in that last days, do you want a good picture of what, of what wickedness looks like? In that list, unthankfulness is in there. Unthankfulness is in that list. Why? Let's talk about this for a minute. And we've, we've used this verse before. If we were to go back to the Old Testament, the Bible says this, that only with pride comes contention. Only with pride comes contention. Let me show you. Have you, ever, have you ever talked to somebody that just seems like everything they've got, they are entitled to? And even furthermore, they are entitled to more? Have you ever seen somebody that expects to get some kind of raise at work without ever putting in really any good, decent quality work? You know, they just, they just expect the salary that's coming to them just because that's what's, that's what's deserved of them. 
you know, there's, and, and while I'm not going to get political, there was a country, I think it was one of, the, uh, one of the Nordic countries, they tried giving every one of their citizens what they considered to be a living wage. Hey, it's just going to come out of taxes, and we're just going to give you a monthly allowance of X amount of dollars just because of, you know, hey, just because we want to be nice, or this will, you know, for whatever political reason they thought. You know, and then, so the people, they were saying, hey, just because I'm a member of this country, this is owed to me, man, this is deserved to me. And boy, we started seeing how with that attitude, pride can start to build up. Look at the things that are in this list. In verse number 2 of chapter 3, For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Boy, we could say that's pretty selfish. Covetous, wanting things that everyone else has. Boasters, bragging about the things that you do have. Proud, look how good I am. Blasphemers, disobedient to parents. And unthankfulness is in that list? Wow. Folks, you see, unthankfulness goes right along with me just trying to build myself up. If I'm someone that expects people to do for me, I expect things to be done for me, I expect goodness to come my way, boy, I am just getting proud and boastful and I want everyone to just know how great and wonderful I am. I would go and shake someone's hand and say, hey, boy, it's nice to see me today, isn't it? You know? That's the kind of person that I'm going to be. There is no thankfulness to be found within me at all. And folks, then maybe it's, I'm forgetting to realize that the only thing good about me at all is Jesus Christ's forgiveness. The, the only thing good I have is, is that. And, and truth be told, folks, I believe God is the one that makes men what they are. God is the one that takes people and, and makes them who He wants them to be. If God sees fit to bless me, wonderful. If God doesn't bless me the way He does someone else, well, I'm going to praise the Lord that He blessed them. Folks, it all comes from the Lord. I need to learn to be thankful. And then furthermore, I should be thankful. Because it seems here, when we see being unthankful in this list, it seems that being unthankful, we could say, is a sin. Because if I forget to be grateful, if I forget to be content, unthankfulness is thrown right in that same list as disobedience, as being prideful, as being a lover of your own self, as being covetous, as being boastful. Folks, it starts with that issue of pride and it leads to greater things. So, you know, one of the things I think that we have a problem with is kind of, and I say we, I just mean people. One of the problems that people has is we got to get, get this too high view of ourselves, don't we? We get to think that we're, that we're way up here. We think we're so much better than, than, than maybe my neighbor is. Oh, I, I am so much better in position this way. Boy, I, I, I am this. I am this. Boy, I, I look better than this person is. I've got more than this person has. I've got this. I've got this. And then we begin to look at ourselves. Look at, look at how great I am. That's... Friends, that's the opposite of thankfulness. Thankfulness says, I don't deserve anything. God, thank you for being so good to me. Folks, we absolutely should be thankful. So we talked about how you can be thankful. It's always there. You always have something you can be thankful for. Secondly, you should be thankful because unthankfulness goes right along the sin of pride. Now watch this. The last thing, and we're going to spend a few minutes here. Let's go back to the book of Romans. Now, it's been some time since we've been in the book of Romans, but it wasn't too long ago that we did, we went all the way through the book of Romans, verse by verse. And Romans chapter 1, boy, 
there is so much truth packed into this one chapter. Romans chapter 1. Folks, there are books that could be written on this one passage of Scripture that we're getting ready to read. Romans chapter 1. Let's look at verse number 21. Here is why not being thankful is dangerous. Romans chapter 1, verse number 21. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of an incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, into birds, into four-footed beasts, into creeping things. Now I want to give you a picture before we talk about thankfulness in here. There are a lot of people, they ask this question, how is it that God could ever send anyone to hell? How is it that, that people have never heard the name Jesus can be held accountable for, for, for not ever hearing His name? Well, folks, here in this passage, Romans chapter 1, we learn two things. Every person is accountable to God, and there's two reasons. Number one, God reveals Himself just by opening your eyes. Okay, the very fact that you're here, the very fact that there is life, okay, the very fact that, that we, we fit together, that, that I have two eyes, I'm able to speak. You know, we, we talk about the old, the old saying, like if you were to walking through the woods, you were hunting somewhere, and you looked down and you saw a rifle laying on the ground. You know that rifle got there somehow, okay? It didn't just show up. You know, some hunter was probably either walking along, got eaten by a bear, or he dropped his rifle or something. It got there somehow. Now, how much more complex are you and I than that chunk of metal laying on the ground? We didn't just get here, okay? Something orchestrated it. So the Bible tells me that by the things of nature, you know, the, the things of God are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. So everyone's accountable to God for that reason. But here's reason number two. And this is the one that's sad. This is where thankfulness comes in. We need to learn that there were two times in human history, twice, that 100% of the world population knew who God was. Twice. When God created Adam and Eve, they were the only two people. And God spoke to them in person they knew Him. Now how come they had kids and they had kids and they had kids Then, eventually their kids just, just didn't know who God was? And then Noah was the only man left? And then Noah, as he was preaching, everyone listened, God, God's going to send the flood! And they all laughed at Him. He jumped on the boat, the world flooded. And then Noah, Ham, Sham, and Japheth and their wives, they were the only people left on the face of the planet. Time number two. The whole world knew who God was. Now how come here we are today, several thousand years later, there are people that have never even heard His name? How is that? See, look at what the verse says. And this is where we see thankfulness. Verse number 21. Because that when they knew God, there was a time that they knew. When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations. Folks, this is why this is important. If we forget to be thankful to God for His blessings to us, 
if we forget just how good we've got it, if we forget to thank God for His gift of salvation, and we just take it for granted, it's very possible that I won't teach my children significantly. And then they won't teach their children. Then it could be that my great-great-grandchildren, they may be in a home where God is never even spoken of because I was not thankful enough. Because I didn't teach my children to be thankful enough. I didn't teach my grandchildren to, be, uh, to give glory to God. And if I don't instill that thankfulness into the next generation, if I'm, I'm not thankful the way I ought to be, I'll just let it just kind of disappear. You see, that's what unthankfulness does. If we are not grateful, we forget to talk about how good it is. If we are not thankful, we forget to give God the glory. If we are not thankful, we forget to give Him the praise for our salvation. We forget to tell others just how good He is. Unthankfulness to God is what has driven peoples and countries and, and nations to completely forget who God is. Because the Scripture plainly tells us in verse 21, when they knew God, because you mark it down, they did know Him. At one time, they knew Him. When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, and neither were thankful. Folks, being thankful to God is what keeps us holding the line for our next generation. Being thankful to God is what keeps our family and what keeps us together glorifying God and keeps us in sync with God. It all comes down to that simple thing of being thankful. So I ask ourselves this, and this is kind of our, our, our whole point of this message. Folks, are we thankful? Do we, do we give God the, the thanks for all the things He has done for us? Do we ever take time in prayer just, just to thank God for coming to earth and dying on a cross for us? Man, what a gift that was. Do we ever stop and, and thank God for just being able to have shoes on our feet? I mean, do we thank God that we're able to have a pillow to lay our heads on at night? Folks, if we forget to be thankful, look what happens. We'll read the second part of 23 and we'll be finished up. I'm sorry, um, the second part of 21. So they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Folks, here's what happened. Unthankfulness leads to foolishness. And a foolish heart is a dark heart. A foolish heart that's not thankful is a heart that doesn't know God. And folks, that will lead to spiritual darkness. That's what leads to greed, arrogance, entitlement, self-centeredness. See, all that comes from simply not giving God thanks. So here's what I want us all to do as we are coming into this season of thanksgiving. Let us not forget who we need to be thankful for. And let us not forget just how important it is to be thankful. Because, because I've done it. I know we, 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 it's so easy to do to take our eyes and look on the things that we don't have instead of taking our eyes and looking on the things that we already do have. Folks, God has been so good to each and every one of us. Folks, by birth, being able to be born in a place like America, we've already got it good. But then to think that Jesus Christ has got a home in heaven waiting for me, there will never be a day that I don't have something I can be thankful for. So why don't we bow our heads in prayer and thank God every single day for just how good He is to us. And let us not forget to be thankful. 
So we've seen that we can be thankful. We should be thankful. And boy, how dangerous it is when we are not thankful. If we could, we'll have every head bowed and, and every eye closed. Our God in heaven, we love you. And again, we just want to praise your name and we want to thank you for how good you are to us. Lord, we have this time here as, as Americans where we celebrate this, this day of thanksgiving. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to remember the one we are truly to be thankful to. Lord, it's you. It's all about you. We're thankful to you. We're thankful for our salvation. We're thankful for our blessings. And Lord, help us to never forget, no matter how bad things may seem, we always have something to be thankful for. Now, folks, here again with, with every head bowed and with every eye closed, this will just be our moment to be able to do some business with the Lord. And, and here in just a minute, I'm going to ask you, have you ever just really stopped and take time to count the blessings that God has given you? Have you ever stopped just to, just to look around and, and just give thanks to God for being so good to us? So folks, with every head bowed and every eye closed, this is our moment to be able to do business with the Lord. Maybe we could learn to let thankfulness be a part of our everyday life. To thank God for the strength to be able to get out of bed. Thank God for family that loves us. Maybe we could pray and ask God to always help us to keep things in a proper perspective and to know what's truly important in life. Lord, thank you for being so good to us. Lord, may we always have a heart of thankfulness. May we never forget to, to be consistently thankful, to rejoice evermore and to give thanks in all things. Lord, we've always got a reason to praise you. May we see you for that. Now, Lord, as we get ready to go into this week, this, this, this week of Thanksgiving ahead of us, Lord, may this be a time where we not just be thankful for the things that we've got, but may we be truly thankful for you and for your gift. Help us not to take them for granted. Lord, we love you and bless us now as we get ready to leave here. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, I'm going to just give you one more quick example just because I've thought of it. I have a very good friend of mine. Um, he's, you know, he and I used to work together for many years and now he, he left that job, I've left that job. And now he works uh, as a traveling nurse. And the last time I saw him, he was actually working as a, uh, uh, as a CIT nurse, like a crit critical condition kind of nurse. And he said, man, he said, I never, I never thought that. He said, I see death every single day. And he said, since I have started this job, all the little things that I used to deal with, he said, they're nothing. 
You know, it, he says, if you, can, if you can be able to just go to the bathroom and take care of yourself, you've already got it immensely good. And he talked about how he's just able to go home and be thankful to God, just be able to spend time with his wife and his kids. And I think that's what, I think maybe that's what we need is that thing of perspective, isn't it? You know, just, just how good God really is to us. Anyhow, well, folks, with that, let's go ahead and, and we'll, we'll be dismissed. Um, you, know, you know we love you guys. If there's ever anything we can do for you, we're always here for you. So, all right, with that, we're dismissed.